And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, world. Here we go again. I can continue to tell you, growth to 500. I'm bringing friends along, I'm bringing work. People with the work ethic and the drive to not only keep me pushing, but to say that, hey, even though we on the same lane, I still see you. And how can I support you and whatever you're doing? But world, help me welcome. And I even told them this offline, but I'll elaborate more. A content creator has his own podcast, which is the MVP. I like that. The Max Van Auken podcast, part of Sports Talk 2319. As well as a member or many other things. Orlando Magic media member, a radio personality, whether it's basketball, football, boxing, well rhino with the sports. Again, world, help me welcome Max the man. Welcome to Why Not Sports. I think that's the best I've ever had. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Truly, thank you for having me on. I, uh, I'm usually on the other end of it. And so like, I take pride in how I introduce people. I think that's the best one I've ever heard. I, I really do appreciate that. Salute, brother. Like I told you, man, I, I definitely been following you for a little over a year and been able to see who you've been able to collaborate with, work with, and then the just the knowledge of sports that I'm like, man, okay. He's a member of... Orlando Magic Media Team, but then he part of Sports Two Three One Nine Talk Show. But then the fight with is like Paul and Woodley, and he he breaking it down. So I'm like, yo, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. Well, I love at the end of like we may be in the media, but at the end of the day, we are fans. Like I love yes. sports, and so. I just love trying to gather as much information as possible. And so through a podcast, I can interview people, be like a kid in a candy shop and be like, okay, so what do you see here? What am I not seeing? And people realize you don't have to have the same opinion. Like I'm not going to be right 100% of the time. We're not always going to agree, but I think we, as people, it's like in a weird way, we don't see eye to eye. People think immediately like we have to be mad or argue. It's like, no, like, hey, you think Tyron Woodley, I had, a, I had called Jake Paul winning, and if, you, if Tyron Willie would have been correct and he won, I would have been like, hey, you got it. And so <laughs> I absolutely love uh, just diversing myself in a bunch of different sports and at the end of the day just being a student of it. Yes, sir. And like you said, that's important. We are, we were, and are fans before anything that you see or heard from us, you know, at this point. So I definitely agree with that. And I'm glad you brought up too, Max Howe. People tend to not rock with or support one another if we don't see eye to eye. Like, oh, I don't agree with Max. He think this person should win or this person should lose or he's not in the top five or whatever. And it's kind of like, oh, forget them. They don't know what they're talking about. What made you have a different mindset when it comes to just creating your own lane but not really focusing on 
the the naysayers or the people who really look at you different because you don't agree with them? Uh, I think it would be my upbringing. And I was always like overlooked. And I was always like my middle school. I, I didn't make the team. And I remember looking at the list of people who would be on the door on the basketball team. I'm yes, like, my I name was mine. I was like, oh, I'm not going to not show up to practice. And they're like, what are you talking about? You didn't make it. I'm like, oh, I'm showing up to practice. I'll, I'll do it on my own on the side. And so I would show up to practice. And people are like, Max, you didn't make it. You're being dumb. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just going to do my laps. So you guys, I'm going to get my work. And the coach is like, we can't get this guy out of the gym. And they're like, okay, we're going to make a spot for you. And so that like kind of instilled this mindset. Like if I were to listen to people and what they always think and what they think you should do or how they judge you, then I'm not really living my life. I'm like, I'm going to do what I want to do and I'm going to do it the right way. And so I kind of always taken that approach of, like why wait? That's my whole thing. Is why wait? Like why Hashtag wait to do anything? Why wait? Yes. If, if you live life based off what other people want you to do or what other people think, you're not really living your life. And so, I've just taken that whole concept to sports media. And like I'm usually the youngest one in the rooms, and I know a lot of times people are like, oh, he did, he didn't live for this, or he doesn't know this, and he doesn't do that. So I've kind of just directed those naysayers, and I've created like a motivation and positivity atmosphere through it. And so. Like when in the Orlando Magic, I'm like the youngest one by 20 years. And so when I walk in immediately, nice. I know a lot of people are like, who does this young kid think he is walking in the locker room? <laughs> it's like, so I just, yeah, so I just take that. And I'm like, I don't wish bad upon anybody. So what I'll do is instead of me like reciprocating that same energy, like, oh, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Instead, I'm like, okay, and I'll take that and I'm going to show you why I'm going to do this. And so I just use it as fuel. And like I said, I think it's just all started with how I was raised and just constantly failing and learning that failing isn't a bad thing if anything it's really great and so i'm just not scared to fail and so i just don't mind taking risks and failing and i don't mind failing in front of people and i'm always going to fail it's just how do i use that to continue to grow well you heard my intro he has a lot of hats and he's still pushing I'm sure he's going to let us in on some things that he has in store <laughs> but that's encouraging and inspiring though man um, especially in this lane that we both uh, are in and for you to still you know have that mindset of i'm it's okay to fail but it, it, as long as you don't give up and put yourself in a position to where you get stagnant or you just don't bring that same love for the game or that passion for what you're actually getting paid for then you know again we've been around long enough in this realm of sports media to where people come and go just like that and for you to say something too that was interesting how it's a 20 year gap between you and the person that's uh, older than you yeah wow yeah that's yeah, crazy and because I'm, I'm 23 years old I'm finishing up school and so I used to walk into those like media rooms and I started to get more time with certain players and they were like well, who does he think he just is? And it's like, because I'm able to relate a certain way with like a Trey Young and I are the same age. Yes. And so I'm talking to Trey Young and I'm like, if I was 23 years old and I was handed millions of dollars, I, I, not that I know what that's like because I don't have millions of dollars, but I, I'm his age. So I'm like, I know exactly what his thought process probably is. Absolutely. So I just feel like I have an opportunity with like this new wave of everything. We have a new wave of NBA players. We have a new wave of NFL players. We have a new wave of everything kind of coming in for like taking place. 
I just want to make sure I'm able to represent. I'm not that I'm the face of it by any means, but oh, I want to be able to, yeah, to represent it the right way. And I'm not trying to tear down any people before me. I'm not trying to like. I think at the end of the day, we we all if you see a badge, it's like you have to act like you're not a real person, and like right. we can all still be nice and kind and be real people even with certain credentials. And so I just try to bring that atmosphere. Oh no, and I get that. Like it's, I used to be in sales long, long, long time ago. And if I sensed that I was too mature or older and I couldn't relate, I would make a phone call to a peer of mine who was a few years younger, can understand the lingo, the swag, the music, if that makes sense. And then, boom, we'll close the deal. So, no, I get it. Trust me. I understand. So, it's okay. It's okay. And I respect that, too. Um, I like to be personally like I'm right in the middle. Old enough, but also, you know, young enough to, you know, know what's going on. Shout out to my kids. Like I told you, they keep me uh, up to date with a lot of stuff. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, you can even be older and still not have that mindset of, like, you have to be able to be willing to adapt. And, like, just being younger doesn't mean necessarily just trying to, like, take your spot or, like, they don't know what they're talking about. There's plenty of people who are the older generation but complete are like up to date with everything because they welcome change they know how to adapt they understand the way things move and operate but then there are people who are stuck in their ways and it's like if it's not this then it's not correct i'm not going to listen to this and it's like i think that's some of the pushback that i've gotten are people are like who does this guy think he is to just start a podcast and then it's like oh now he's interviewing this person just because he had a podcast it's just i think it depends on the person not necessarily even the age Yes, sir. That's good. That's real good, man. I told y'all I'm excited to have Max on. (laughs) And like he said, he has his own podcast. And whether it's people that hasn't played, but they have content or experience or people that have played at the highest level. What keeps you humble, man, to to know that? And I'm not even going to talk about the back to back years during the draft report. I'm going to get to that, too. Mm -hmm. What keeps you humble, man, to know that, hey, even though I'm surrounded by or have collaborated with people, Rashad Phillips, I know uh, Ryan Holland, Shelvin Mack, uh, Bobby Maximus are the ones that comes to mind that are well respected in their, you know, their sport. And then you have people that might not have been at that level, but you still give them the same... um, you know, support or, or or love on your your podcast or whatever you do. What just keeps you you know humble in that uh, mindset? I'll use a quote, Dom, and Dom is like the guy behind the scenes of Sports Talk twenty three nineteen, and like he's not the guy that needs to be seen, but he, he's like the glue to everything. And Dom dropped a quote, and it was like, "How you your patience when you have nothing, and how you act when you have everything, is going to reflect like who you are." and my goal is to be the best to ever do it. And I can't get there. If you like, if you just don't appreciate the people that help you and you don't have the self-awareness of that, no matter what level I am, like you have to be grateful and you have to be appreciative. And I'm striving to be the best at something. And I understand the value of relationships and appreciating others. Like that's what it's really all about. And I just feel like as an individual, because that's such a good question. It's like, what keeps you really humble? You. I feel like 
my some of my biggest role models are like Barack Obama or LeBron James and David Goggins and these people who've achieved so much like the president of the United States or it's like yeah. the greatest or to be the greatest basketball player of all time are still so humble and yeah. it's like so who am I to think oh I interviewed a couple people now I can act like I'm this and I'm that like I haven't done anything like in, in, in retrospect I haven't done anything right and so if the, the, if the most successful people are humble I don't have any right to act like I'm this or that because in reality, in my mind, like I'm grateful for the things that I've done and I appreciate it and I pat, I try to smell the flowers, but I haven't really done anything compared to where my goals are at. And so I really don't look at it like all the things I've done. I look at what can I do to go forward. And so I don't I don't think I'll ever get to the point where even if I have accomplished everything I want, there's always going to be something else that I'm trying to accomplish. And so I understand to never be that guy who acts like he's above anyone that's just not who i am and so just staying humble and just keeping the course is something i feel like i'll always do well i'm gonna say this again for those who rock with me first time listeners thank you for tuning in the avid listeners what up you've kind of heard my story for those avid listeners but again to hear max who just Make sure you check out his podcast and he's going to let you know how to follow him. And I've also um, another person who rocks with you that's listening to me might say, hey, Murph, you've missing a few. The Brandon Haywards. My bad. It's some like I said, the list goes on and on. I, I'm not able to list everybody, but <laughs> just enough to just, you know, let you guys know. And, you know, ladies know who, who who's listening that Max is doing some great things and i want to let people know that even as an independent if you keep that mindset of i haven't accomplished nothing yeah it looks good but i know i still have more to do or achieve more to 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 keep going on you know to the next level or whatever that level might be but i'm still not you know satisfied so you definitely inspiring some people in our field whether it's podcast content creation or even uh, in sports media I appreciate that. That that's I think that's what it's all about. Like we're all we can all learn from each other. We can all embrace each other and like having people such as yourself and having just surrounding yourself with just genuine people that like oh, yeah. really just want to see you do good, you wanna see others do good. And I feel like if you're able to apply that to different areas in life, like overall in life things would be better if people acted that way. Yes, and so sir. it's like even though we're all trying to grow our platform doesn't mean you have to be someone I'm competing against or I'm right. trying to tear you down. It's like, no, I, I hope your show is better than my show. And, <laughs> if, and if it is, and I can learn. And so it just, I just feel like we can, we together as people could do a better job of doing that. Yes, sir. And shout out to uh, Mr. Mo Murph. He was like, Murph, you Mo. gotta get Max on. Max, gotta get Max on, Murph. I'm gonna make sure you get him <laughs> on. If I don't, he, he gave me a time frame. So if you don't make this happen, I'm gonna come after you in a positive way, bro. <laughs> She's like, yeah, he he's dope, man, and, and y'all can play 2K. I said, ah, man. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, man, we got to make that happen for sure. I got the PS5 now, so I come I, on, man. <laughs> Mo's my guy. Mo's my guy. He he's oh, another yeah. one that's like, yeah, he's doing so well in such like a short period of time, and he's growing every day. And it's like, yes, sir. how whatever I can do to learn from him and vice versa, we always try mm-hmm. to do. And that's how it should be. So yeah, uh, I know this wasn't on my notes, Max. Uh, whether it's you know, my player playing against the current teams, old school teams. I'm a I'm a basketball person first. My sports content, basketball first. Similar to you, I can talk football, baseball, boxing, 
but basketball is like so mm-hmm. if my mindset is like I'm in you know where that come from <laughs> yeah 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 basketball is my absolute favorite by far and on 2k actually I go to the um like the GM mode I love doing the GM mode I don't know what it is I love constructing yes. teams I'm like for some reason the trades never go through that you want to go through it's like okay so how can I finagle this so this trade goes through it never works so I'm like okay what can I do I'm gonna have to obviously overpay for this player I'm gonna have to send three for one there you but go. yeah I love that mode some future draft picks I get it brother I get it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my whole future, I go all in on this season. So I sh- every pick, yeah, you can have every pick you want. I'm not worried about those picks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. So with the team, I know you guys back to back years um, have been blessing us with uh, draft night. If you can just talk about that experience, man, with the crew, man, it is. Like this when we talk about like just being fans of the game, it's a kid in a candy shop. So I have to like act like, you know, all official and professional, but like in the inside, I'm like, man, we're talking basketball with some of the best basketball minds. It's so much fun. And who you surround yourself kind of like defines who you are. And like we're in a room full of Rashad Phillips is one of the most and people are like, Oh, one of the best basketball minds. He's one of the best minds. Like if you could see some of the stuff he does off camera, like I we just drove to the hotel to the studio together like the conversations we have just about life and like i've learned so much from him like the value of relationships and how to be calculated because like, i'm so aggressive i want to do everything right now and he's like timing is everything like i understand you want this now but in order to get here you may need to do a couple things first before you just try to get to this building and so i'm like just always picking his brain so when we do the draft night suv tv does an amazing production yes. rashad and then like i said uh, Coach Lewis, who I did it with, that was our first time working together. It felt like we knew each other for years. And then Sheldon Mack and Kate is incredible. And when we're in that, like, the, we call it the war room. And so when we're kind of just talking about certain players we like and some points we want to hit, it's like we all do so much research because we're trying to make this their, this is their night. And right. so we don't want to tear anyone down. We want to tell them what's good about these players. And so we study first, second round players players that aren't drafted and so when we're in there we're just hey i really like cam thomas i think he'd be the best score in the draft like really you think he could be a better score than jalen green Mm -hmm. and then it's like oh i really like this and it's just like i said it's a kid in the candy shop moment so to be there with everybody it's just such a like family atmosphere and then we just go on the screen it's like being on tv is the fun and easy part but like the months of preparation i have my binder right here actually of just going through notes and stats and schools and it's the whole experience is like none other because you know where you start. I'm like, oh man, I got to get all the picks together. Then you got to figure out what each individual is good at. And then you have to study that. You have to study the names, study the players. Because like, again, this is their night. You don't want to, I butchered a name on draft night. It happens at least once. once. And you want to make sure like this is their night. And so we just do our job, our best job to just make sure we give everyone their flowers and make it about them. And I think we did a pretty good job of doing that this year. Salute, uh, back to back years, sir. Yeah, back to back years, and it's just gonna keep keep getting better and keep getting better. But you got to lay the foundation first before you build up, and so we've laid that foundation, and now it's just continuing to grow and grow the show. Yes, sir. See, I told you, man. I, salute, man. I see you. I appreciate. I appreciate you tuning in. Really, like guys like you and everyone that tunes in. That's like what builds it. So we can't do that without the support that we get from people like you. So we do appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Now I got that one list. I'm like, okay, Murph, 
Max is dope, but I want to hear some 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 basketball talk now with these moves, his predictions for the draft class, as far as the upcoming season, as far as free agencies and how uh, some of these picks will fit in. Will they play immediately? Will they, you know, how would they fit in initially? So right. the first thing, which free agent? will have the biggest impact positively from this upcoming season as of right now? Russell Westbrook technically wasn't a free agent because he got traded. So, that's really good. This is going to sound crazy, but I promise you it makes sense. P.J. Tucker may be that guy. Come and on. the reason why I say this is because He's like not the he's not the sexiest like flashiest player. He's not going to give you like thirty a night. But signing PJ Tucker was such a huge signing for Miami because one, um, you took away from the champions, so now Milwaukee doesn't have them. So you already made a team worse, and you're trying to match up with a healthy Brooklyn. I think we all agree if Brooklyn's healthy, they're probably the team that comes out of the East. So how can you disrupt what Brooklyn's doing? Okay, well, we already have Jimmy, who we could throw at Harden. We already have Bam, who's a versatile big, who can do some length, not stop Kevin Durant, but maybe agitate him a little bit. Yes. We have Kyle Lowry, who's known to be just an annoying, disrupting defender that you every team wants, throwing Kyrie. But we need that guy who really gets in KD's face. Who does that better than P.J. Tucker? And so they match up so well with Brooklyn, and they were able to also take away from Milwaukee and they built a group of dogs that like are physical with chips on their shoulder with a championship DNA coach, front office, and already they went to the, they're like, so that's like a free agent signing that people were like, ah, like you want to say somebody else, but like, I like that. now, yeah, when the time comes on the biggest stage where we're all talking about the postseason, he's that type of guy you want on your team. But as far as like those big moves, I thought Chicago did really well. I think they probably made the biggest leap from where they were to where they will be. But when we talk about postseason, we're all going to talk about the NBA Finals. We're all going to talk about deep in the playoffs. Russell Westbrook will probably get the most attention because of what he'll be able to provide for the Lakers uh, during the regular season. Nice, nice. Like we talked about a few minutes before, the draft. Who was the underrated player from this year's uh, draft, in your opinion? Uh, Bones Highland. Bones Highland went to Denver from VCU. He was, I said, Denver and Brooklyn won the draft, in my opinion, because Brooklyn getting Cam Thomas is insurance for Kyrie Irving's injury. If he gets injured, you don't wish it upon anybody, but Kyrie gets hurt every single season or everywhere he's at. Um, so that's their insurance plan because if you have a healthy James Harden which we will get that last season was like his first tweak in a very very long it's the first time I could really remember he's usually really durable yeah. Kevin Durant looks great off of an Achilles injury like he never had it and so if you have those two guys healthy and you can just have the insurance of a Cam Thomas I'm not saying he's Kyrie but he's a dynamic scorer yeah, so you have I to respect his scoring ability <laughs> yeah and you put that and it's not like he's going to be the center of attention where okay we're going to shut this rookie down when you have to worry about kevin durant and james harden he's going to get some pretty good looks so i thought brooklyn won it and then i thought denver won it now bones highland has the wiggle and something that rashad would say he it's like a jamal crawford lou will type of feel and he may not pop like right this second because of denver's talent and roster but he'll develop so well under that type of culture and setting 
we're gonna look back and be like, dang, Denver really got Bones Highland? Like, they just know how to pick and spot a gem out of nowhere. Like, Michael Porter wasn't like, oh, we didn't know about him. We, we knew Mike about right. Michael Porter because how highly prospected he was, but he had the injury, so a lot of people were turned off by it. But now you look at it like, man, they made a really smart choice by yes. getting Michael Porter. They really did. And Bones Highland's gonna be like, dang, they really got Bones Highland. Like, those are the two to me that pop. Now, staying on draft, yeah. which person will come in and have basically be the captain of the team? If, if it, any. It, it, it's Cade. It's going to be Cade. Okay. Now, I'm, I've made this um, analogy on Atlanta radio, and it sounds crazy, but when I explain it, people are like, okay, it makes sense. Is I used it because I was in Atlanta. So I think we've all been to the Lenox Mall or you've heard of the Lenox Mall. Yeah. And so when you need to go, say your person, like you, yourself, myself, as an NBA team, and if you needed to go and grab a little bit of everything, you needed some business attire, maybe some gym shorts with, when you're hooping, maybe some just nice casual clothes with the guys, you can go to Lenox Mall because it has a little bit of everything. So one stop, that's Kate Cunningham. He's the Lenox Mall. So the Detroit needed a guy who could do a little bit of everything. everything. They needed to go to the Lenox Mall. And so I think Cade immediately will have an impact because he'll be able to play that dual forward role and make everyone around him better. Jalen Green will be will have an impact right away, but I said he's like the Nike store. So if you specifically need a gym clothes, you're gonna go to the Nike store. If you specifically need scoring, you're going to get Jalen Green. Like that's his NBA identity is scoring. So specifically Jalen Green will have an impact, but overall Cade's impact on the franchise as a whole is going to be greater. And I think that's why Cade immediately when he steps in, it's like Grant Hill-esque. It really is. And what he's going to be able to do with that franchise. Nice. And me with me living in Houston, I get to definitely focus on uh, Green and the team for sure. And then, like you said, with uh, Cunningham being out there in the East in Detroit, it's definitely the, the, the buzz that they need because the franchise can use that player that can be a franchise player, but also potentially be the face of the league or a key face in the league for sure. Right just some life some juice like i covered a charlotte game before Lamelo, and i was like man it just seems so lifeless like you can have young talent but there's no life and right. like Lamelo just stepping in there i called the bluetooth quality you can connect to everybody it's like he just it, before he even stepped on the court like there was just this life where it's like okay we got some like momentum going you could feel it and you could truly feel it in the arena it's contagious and I think Cade will bring that life. I'm not saying they're going to go to the postseason right away right. or they'll make a deep playoff run, but just bringing that life back is so important. One of the last questions I have for you. Don't think you can run. with Orlando Magic, <laughs> man. Orlando. I mean, obviously, you're, you're a member of the squad. Let's talk about the Magic, man. Um, yeah. I know they haven't had key success. It's been a while since they had from – out from my thought process, when they went to the finals that year against uh, the Lakers and Kobe, but they had a man, they had a squad. Where do you see them now, and how long will it take them to get at least in a, amongst the elite in the East? It's gonna take a while. Okay. It's going to take a while. Yeah, being like being real, RJ Hampton will thrive with Orlando. We said that when he left Denver, it was just situationally he needed to leave. So I think they have a young, talented core. Like, they really do. Um, uh, Markel Fultz, I said, was low-risk, high-reward. I'm not saying he's the number one overall pick, 
but like well, obviously he was, but he may yeah, not right. perform like we expect him to be that number one overall pick. But there was still value considering everyone was just done with him. Um, yeah, Anthony there too. Anthony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like Jonathan Isaac. He's a get it guy. FSU breeds NBA players. But my whole concern has been my whole concern this entire time is what is your direction? Like you can have. All you can have the best technology in the world, but if you don't put in your maps where you're actually going, the car can't take you anywhere. It's like you have to know where you're going. You're going to drive in circles. And it's like, I want to know what their direction is. And obviously, they went all in on their backcourt. And so now I'm just very curious on how they're going to be able to develop all these young, talented players that play the same position. So now you're going to have Cole Anthony, you have RJ Hampton, you have Jalen Suggs, you have Markel Fultz. And it's like, Okay, so we have the backcourt. That is the direction because at first they went all big with Ibaka and Bismack Biombo and Vooch. And it's like, that's right. not the way the league is heading. You can't do that. And now they went all in with the guards. But now how are you going to be able to develop it? So I think there's definitely going to be some time between when we consider Orlando to be an elite team. But they do have the pieces and they do have new coaching staff. But I always emphasize this. Everything starts with culture. Like you look at the New York Knicks. And you change that culture, you change your everyday approach, things will start to happen. Like, it's a domino effect, but you have to change the culture in order to move forward. And I don't know if they've changed the culture yet. So that's what this season should be about. It should be about not necessarily how many wins. I know at the end of the day, you need to win ball games, but right. you need to change the culture. And so if they can change the culture, then I can be like, okay, I see a direction. But right now, I don't see a direction because I don't their past hasn't ever shown me that they know what the direction is. It's like you had Aaron Gordon, who was your number one ticket seller, but Vooch is your all-star. So they never knew who to give the team to. And so late in games, you could see it was so forced. They didn't know who to really go to. But then your young guy, Jonathan Isaac, I think was your best player. And so, but then he got injured. So it's just, it's been so crazy because we didn't have a direction. So I'm hoping this season, they're able to just get on the highway and move forward and get a direction. One went to Denver, other one went to Chicago. And and yep. like you said, Isaac pending health. Yep. Man. We'll see. I hope they're good. I really do. I'm rooting for it. I hope I hope they even if they're not necessarily good, they're going to be exciting. Like if yes. they can get that excitement back and they can make those fun plays and get some juice into the arena. That's that's contagious, and yes, so I, I think if they can, and they have the ability to do that, they have some pretty athletic players that are fast and go up and down. So if coach puts the right pieces in place, it can it, it will be exciting. People placement uh, in my current career, <clears throat> people placement. I tell people that's how I've made it in leadership, senior management for as long as I have been, way before you know a content creator. So people placement. As you know, playing sports, watching sports, you want to put people in the right spot to not only make them feel comfortable in their role, but also knowing that they can contribute for the bigger goal, and that's to win games or provide results. Absolutely. You see, you see it. You see it. <laughs> Why not sports? The good, bad, and the ugly of sports and how it impacts your everyday life. Everyday life. So, yeah, I, I trust me. I get a lot of things I do outside of this mic. Is number sports analogies, man. This person, they're a point guard. Let me, you know. So I'm in my head. People be looking at me like, dude, why you keep doing this? But as they get to know me, they're like, ah, Merv, dirty dog. But anyway, let me ask you this. Let me ask you a question. So, what is your uh, your motive, your goal behind what you do? Because you're very good at it, and I think you have a very relatable show. 
Um, and you, I feel like you're like the voice of the people. Like when you listen to your show, when you listen to you speak, you come from the people's perspective. What would be your motive or goal? You just, you just answered it, man. It's, it's about the people, man. Um, I've been a captain ever since I can remember playing ball. Do y'all see what Max did? See, I was going to say, how can y'all listen to Max show and where to find him and what it's about? He then flipped it on the big homie, y'all. But I'm going to ask you a question, though, Max. I got you, brother. But in my position, I've had people feel comfortable to talk to me, again, way before the mic. They were just like, all I needed was an ear. All I needed was someone just to hear me out. And now that I was able to give them a few minutes of my time, that was the confidence or the inspiration that they needed to get whatever in particular that they needed done the job done so for me years of being in that position it's kind of like oh i think my brand on a bigger scale can basically you know do the same thing and see where it takes me so yeah, uh, my goal is just to let people know, similar to you, no matter who I've worked with, how successful the brand is, I can still be myself, uh, give people an opportunity or a platform to, to, to share their story. And being in media, let people feel comfortable knowing that, right. you know what, Murph a good dude, Max a good dude. I can actually tell them some things. He's not going to air it out publicly, but internally, I know I can come back to him when I really want something to be uh, displayed for the world or let the world hear. I, I know I can trust Murph. So it it's just knowing in this game, well, I don't say game, but in this realm that we're in, you just want people to trust you because in the long run, I might really need that exclusive or I might really need to have that person to give me that opportunity or vouch for me because of what I've been able to do, not only consistently, but also in the past. And it was like, you know, I remember when Murph did this for me, I just, I'm going to return the favor. Cause like you said, in life, things happen. Right. Right. And I don't mean to extend your show. I don't know. No, if no, that's good. Go hey man, hey, I don't like you. I got none but time, brother. Go ahead. <laughs> I, so what I do, I listen to a bunch of podcasts and people that are smarter than me. So I'm able to like learn life lessons without having to go through them. And I take this, I really like what Colin Coward said here. I like Chris Broussard, what he said here. I like what Joe Rogan just said here. And I'm like, wait, I, I never thought of it like that. And I, Colin Coward, I'm, it may not be verbatim, but what he was saying was, your brand is like what people say about you in those rooms that you're not in. Yes. And those are some of the most important conversations. Or not to worry about necessarily what always what people say, but how you portray yourself and the impact you have on others. And I had breakfast with Rob Parker the other morning, one of my mentors, and we had breakfast in Orlando. And he was like, you know what? Being a good guy works. And he was like, I know that doesn't, that's nowadays it may not seem like that, but being a good person works. And I know it sounds cliche and I'm not trying to act like I'm all, like all the, I'm the best guy in the world, but right. it does. And, right. uh, I really does, and you're you're one of the good people. So anytime I appreciate the that. Murphys are always welcome to come on Mo knows this. They're always welcome to come on my show. So whenever you can, you're always welcome to come on mine. As yes, well. sir. Now I need a favor from you though. Okay. I I, I rock with, with with Mr. Parker as well as uh, Mr. Chris Broussard. Yep. I need I need them to get in contact. Well, how can I get in contact with them? And make give them allow them to give me about 10 15 minutes of their time. I'm asking for a favor on air. Yes, world. That's just how I am because it's been a few years. I need to know um, what I need to do. Do I need to go to Orlando? I'm just asking. He, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I think yeah, Chris Broussard is up north now. Rob's always on tour. He's on his like uh, vacation tour. It's especially he's been like Antarctica. He goes across the whole country, and so I was on his Instagram. And I'm like, wait a second. Or he put me posted like Orlando Jays, and I'm like, oh, is that the name of the Jays? I didn't know they had those. And I'm like, I'm, I work at night, so I'm like, I'm pretty familiar with shoes. I'm like Orlando Jays, and I was like, what? And then I look at his location. I'm like, he's in Orlando. So I shot him a text. I'm like, Rob, Orlando. And he's like, all right, you wanna let's have breakfast tomorrow morning. And you drive me to the airport. I said, okay, for sure. So I met him in Orlando, and that's how we had that. Uh, well, I'm, I didn't meet him in Orlando. I met him years ago, but right, right, right. I met him there to have breakfast. But um, I could always try to connect you guys. You can always try. Rob's very um, active on social media, especially like Twitter and Instagram. So a lot of people think uh, you can't reach these people. But every, at the end of the day, everyone has phones. And yes, so they, they could see it, but I can always try connecting you guys as well. Hey, Max, I appreciate you, man. So, but anyway, world, I know that's this is Road to 500. You don't know how far you can go unless you stretch yourself and or ask those questions. I fail every day. Every day I fail. You know how many DMs I, I send so many DMs every day to people to come on my show or to try to reach out to someone, and I people don't answer or people like just it happens every day. But then that one out of those fifteen I send could change your life. Yes, sir. So. And Rashad, you already know, brother. I ain't forgot about you either. You know, <laughs> right? Rashad, you, you definitely got to Rashad. Rashad is that guy for sure. <laughs> Because we got daughters that play ball. We were athletes to transition to what we do today. You know, all that good stuff. So I'm saving that for, but I just wanted to let you know. For sure. No, for sure. I got you. Yeah, he, he's, he, like I said, he's the, one of the most genuine people I've ever met. Like, not even, that's the first thing I think of. I don't even think about the basketball stuff. I like just as a, just a good dude. Right. Um, when I met him, I met him a while ago. I actually interviewed him when I was, driving to commentate for a boxing event and i didn't tell him when i interviewed him i was driving because i'm like i can't miss this interview so i was driving while i was interviewing him like over the phone it was a phone call he had no idea i'd tell him now and then ever since then we hit it off and they're like wait you stay in orlando why don't we come to orlando magic together and he believed in me at such an early stage like before i grew my brand before i was interviewing big people he's like i, I really think you could be the next colin coward and i'm like that's like saying to a basketball player, I think you're the next LeBron to me. Right. Like that that's right. like the comparison of my man. And so he like he brought me out to LA and he was able to I'm like, you barely even know me and you were able to believe in me that much. And he gave me so many opportunities to meet Chris and Rob I'm like he's as genuine as he gets. And like I'm indebted to him for that because he changed my life. And uh I think you would definitely enjoy talking to him as well. Yes sir. Well world Y'all heard Max. You heard me. Before I let you go, though, Max, where can listeners find your podcast and what can they expect when they tune in? You can find my podcast on any podcast platform that's YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. And my name is my brand. So Max Van Auken, that's V-A-N space A-U-K-E-N. That's my Instagram. That's on my Twitter. That's my YouTube. That's my podcast. And it worked out. Max Van Auken podcast is MVP. And so that's why it's called the MVP. So you can find that on any podcast platform, like I said, YouTube. And when you go to my show, you'll get some interesting interviews. Uh, but sometimes I go on my rants and I'll make really weird analogies or comparisons, Marvel to NBA, uh, musicians to NBA, just stuff that you're not going to necessarily see like on the TV. So when you go there, you're going to get some different type of content to hopefully make you think. And 
You may not always agree with it. Like I said, Kanye, Kanye just released his album. I said him and AI have a lot of similarities. Uh, they're trendsetters and fearless. And so a lot of people are like, really? You think Kanye and AI are the same? I'm like, Jay-Z and Kobe were the other comparison. And so like, I'll always do that type of stuff. So when you stop there, you'll definitely, it'll make you think. And that's my goal. Make you think, get you engaged. There it is, world. Well, Max, thank you, brother, for your time, for your understanding and patience uh, through, uh, through this process and allowing me to get you on the platform i'm gonna say a little bit world so similar to this morning i had some things i had to do with the kiddos i'm like oh yeah, max uh i'd be there surely so uh, obviously we was able to make it work and i'm here we're here to uh, give you guys some content some dope content and make sure y'all subscribe follow reach out to him ask him some questions and also follow up with him hey What's up with Murph getting up with with, with Mr. Park or Mr. Broussard? Anyway, I'm just saying, my <laughs> listeners, they're going to follow up with you before they follow up with me. No. But um, I really do thank you, man. Um, like you said, I look forward to being on your platform. Uh, five years strong, road to 500. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot to hit on, man. Uh, I like you, a lot of knowledge. It's just good to be. Like you say, on the other end, when you just sit there and talk. <laughs> yeah, this, the, I, I love it. Being being interviewed, I can just get to talk, and so it's it's the best. So, it's it's I love it. It's so easy, and uh, I really enjoy it. So, like I said, thank you for having me on your show. You do some tremendous work, and anytime you want to come on, I'm actually uh, booking my schedule coming up now. I usually have like Mondays off. We'll talk about that. I have Mondays off and whatnot, but we'll, we'll get you on my show for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, world, you heard Max. I'm gonna be on his platform. Stay tuned. And for those listeners, again, um, you can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at HDMurph. You can also follow me, uh, White Not Sports page on Instagram, White Not Sports underscore. Check out the website as well. Hit me a note, www.dmurphspeaks.com. Well, this is what we do. Another great person blessing the platform. Let's see uh, who going to bless the platform next. But until next time, keep grinding. Keep the faith.